Okay, hello everybody. Welcome to a special episode of the AWE podcast today. I'm back here with George again. Say hello, sir. Hello, folks. Yes, we're, <laughs> we're back again. And this time, it's, it's a bit different this time because we're going to be talking about uh, Evangelion for the whole show. And there's no, yeah, for most of it. Yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no time limit for this, so it's just going to be as long as it is. Um, and also something else that I've done a little bit different this time is I've I actually reached out on social media and I asked, um, I asked some of the fans of the show to send in some questions that they have, and I've got quite a fair few questions actually. I've got three, four, five questions here from various people that that we're going to uh, answer, and some of them, some of them are interesting. Some of them are a bit basic. For, I think for people who haven't seen the show before, but uh, it's um, it's going to be it's going to be quite interesting to hear your thoughts and and my thoughts on this. And then we've got some topics that we're going to discuss. Um, we already know what we're talking about, so it's not. Uh, gonna gonna be entirely random. Cheat a little bit. Yeah, we, yeah, we are cheating a little bit. I have actually put down an agenda of this. Usually, I just wing it and just it it just goes how it goes. But this time, I've actually got an agenda. Um, but to start off, I was talking with uh, George earlier today, and he has informed me of a very interesting opportunity for the show. I don't know how many of you listening uh, watch uh, NHK World. Um, I can't remember the name of the show. Do you know the name of the show, George? No, I can't actually. No, I've just watched him on YouTube. No, I can't. I can't remember the name of the show. But he's on NHK World. I'm sure some of you are aware of the uh, Western uh, Rakugo performer uh, Katsula Sunshine. Um, so I'm going to let George talk about this before we get into the Evangelion discussion. I'm going to let George talk about this uh, very interesting opportunity that could be happening. So George, uh, tell us all about it. So basically. Um... I don't, I don't know if uh, any of you guys know, but there's this uh, Japanese, great Japanese bar in London, in London called uh, Machia. And uh, I often go there weekly with my friends. And last night, um, went in there and, you know, when you sort of recognise someone and you can't really work out who they are, but you know you've seen them from somewhere. So I sort of noticed this guy sitting down and I don't really think, think much of it. So I sit down, but they're all speaking in a Japanese, sort of him and his two staffers. And suddenly I hear the word Rakugo. And I immediately think, oh shit, it's that it's that Western record group, uh, performer. And so I uh, look look up on a Google images, and then sort of look like I'm walk, walking to the loo and come back and say, yeah, that's him. So I tapped him on the shoulder. I said, I'm also seeing it. Thought, the sunshine this guy? And he said, oh yeah, yeah. So we still got chatting and all, and uh, he's invited me to one of his shows on uh, Friday. And I'm going to try and see if I can wangle in a special interview on Friday. Well, very good. So, so if George is able to um, get this interview with Catchla Sunshine, I will, um, if he can send me the uh, interview somehow, I'm sure we'll can work something out. Um, I will play the interview in next week's show, but that's still pending on whether we're actually able to do that. But that is a very exciting opportunity because that is. I didn't think that uh, that was going to be something that we would um, be able to do, but the 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 idea of that is very exciting indeed. So pure pure coincidence, wasn't it? It just I mean it just happened to be pure coincidence because I'd heard about his that he was doing 
some shows in London. I'd literally heard about it like during the week. I thought, oh, Catch of the Sunshine's in London. And then you come up to me and you say, oh, what are you doing Friday? Catch of the Sunshine's in London. Um, I don't personally, I, I personally can't attend personally, but George, uh, you, are, you, are, you are going to attend the show. I am going to attend, yeah. Yes. So actually, if, if I hadn't have got an email on Friday from Hyper Japan saying that he was in London, I don't think I would, I would have recognised him. Because I've seen him a while ago, but obviously that, that um, video on Friday... Re, uh, revive my, my memory i guess <laughs> very good so let's begin our evangelion discussion slash retrospective slash whatever you want to call it so like i said at the start of the show we've had some questions from some people um about evangelion and and what we think about certain things and certain ge- general questions some of them are quite interesting here i've got one here um we're going to start with this one um this one is from um this is, these are people's usernames so i apologize if i absolutely bu- butcher your usernames um, <laughs> but uh okay we'll start with this one this one is from uh Aussie XX, and you might be um interested with this one george because this is from an aussie says here that he 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 hasn't ever watched evangelion before so this is his this is his question he says i want to start watching evangelion but i don't have enough time to watch everything what should i watch first oh right that's a good question well i think the first thing first thing i could say for that is make time because you will watch Regardless of what you watch, you'll want to watch everything else afterwards to fully understand the series. But maybe from a starting perspective, I'd maybe go for the original series, Neon Genesis Evangelion. And then, or if you'd rather watch a film, I'd go for one of the rebuilds. Preferably the first one, I would imagine. Preferably the first one, obviously. Yes. Um, I think really to really appreciate Evangelion, you've got to watch rebuilds, the original series, Death and Rebirth, the end of Evangelion, you know, all of the spin-off of well, not spin-offs with all the continuations of the story to really get a appreciation and an understanding for what the series is yeah i would i would second that um Aussie. i would second that because i would not recommend i mean you can but i wouldn't recommend starting with the rebuild series i mean you can just watch the rebuild series but especially later down the line when you get to the third one um especially the well even parts of the second one as well that are different there's parts of the second one that are different to the to the original series and the third film is 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 completely original to the rebuild series there's nothing from the old series in in the third films but i mean you can watch rebuild but personally i would recommend starting with the original series just because make time make time because it is an absolute all-time classic so thank you, Aussie, for your question. We would both say to recommend to start with the original series. Um, I'll save the three-part question for the last one. Um, oh, there's a three-part question. Well, it's three separate questions, actually. Oh, no. Uh, from one person, but we'll get to that. You oh. might even know who the person is, but we'll, we'll, we, you, you, we'll, we'll, I'll see. You might know, you might okay. not. Okay. Um, the next one is from drummer underscore 1991 which is a good year of birth if i do say so myself um um, now this is an interesting one this is a very interesting one um you might know a bit about this george to do because i'm sure you are you i've got i'm under the understanding that you're quite familiar with uh with licensing and things like that 
Sadly, I am, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, this is a licensing question, so you're probably the best person to to answer this question. Um, Drummer underscore 1991 asks, why is Evangelion so expensive and rare to find and buy in the UK? I already right, know the answer okay. to this, but George might be the better person to answer this. So, see, my experience is more sort of in streaming, but from what I've read, um, you can correct me on this, is that a lot of the um, when it was when it was when it was first licensed for the UK, it was nearer to the time that it was released, and obviously they've been released, and now they aren't releasing anymore, right? Uh, that is, I believe. Or, now I am under the. They aren't selling them anymore. No, I mean, like yeah, okay. They aren't printing new or making new discs. Right, he, right, yeah, because it's a bit. Evangelion is a very complicated show when it comes to licensing. I know more about the anime licensing. I know a fair bit about the licensing. What I okay, so the rebuild series the way that's licensed is different to the original series so let's start with the rebuild series first because this is this is going to be a bit of a um difficult thing to explain to someone who maybe not familiar with how anime licensing works but i'll try and explain it as as, as simple as i can the rebuild series was originally licensed by manga uk um they released all of the rebuild films up until the current one which is out which is the third film then really really unexpectedly and out of the blue this was what last year or the end i think this was last year yeah last year really out of the blue last year anime limited who are a different anime licensing company in the uk you've got the two the two biggest anime licensing companies in the uk you've got manga uk and you've got anime limited um there's also mvm but they're they're not as big um so the main ones are manga uk and uh, anime limited so, basically, like I said, Anime Limited, oh, sorry, uh, Manga UK had the license for the first three rebuild films originally. Then, really randomly out of the blue, last year, Anime Limited announced that they were bringing out a collector's edition of the first rebuild film. And that confused everyone because everyone was like, doesn't Manga UK have the license for the rebuild films? Oh, yeah. What's, yeah, what's going on, right? So, I got in touch with... with anime limited to find out what was going on at the time because it confused me as well and they said to me that oh actually i got in touch with manga uk and anime limited but manga uk got back to me first and said that the licenses for the first two rebuild films in their company had run out and they've now only got the license for the third film and i've got no idea why it's it's just run out so the only thing apparently that's licensed to be released in the uk evangelion wise as of now is the first rebuild film and the third one by manga uk anime limited have the rights to the first one manga uk have the rights to the second one in terms of the original series um that's that's what's known as out of print which means basically that they don't make the dvds of that anymore and also, no one has the license. I was at um, Manga UK's industry announcement panel at MCM London last May. This is last year, and I and 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 in late 2015 in Japan, they released some 20th anniversary box sets of the entire Evangelion series, both on DVD and Blu-ray formats. 
And I asked um, Jerome Zanderani of Manga UK at the time, back then, um, is, you know, are you going to be releasing, you know, the complete Evangelion series in the future? And he went into quite an in-depth answer, but the, the, the short answer was no. Right. And it's because... He, he he said something along the lines of Evangelion is a really hard thing to get the license for the original it's, it's series yeah. to get the to get the to get the original license for because Gainax don't hold the license for it anymore in Japan it's Kara and Kara didn't make the original series so it's Evangelion is a very complicated thing when it comes to licensing. I hope it isn't just licensing as well. You've you've got to remember that there's this thing, this issue surrounding anime in general. Where obviously, a lot of the anime that released in Japan on on DVD, I guess DVDs are sort of seen as a collector's thing. You wouldn't buy a DVD just because you wanted to watch something. You'd buy DVDs to collect things. So well, uh, yeah. Well, it's saying that three three anime episodes can can set you back sixty quid. Well, exactly. Yeah, I know because because I know in so, yeah yeah I know in Japan. Not so much here in the UK. They tend to release like the whole series as one. But in Japan, they release the series in volumes. And these volumes that they release in Japan can have as little as like... I've seen... Honestly, I've seen volumes of anime in Japan that literally are like £40, £45 for an import. And these volumes of anime literally only have two episodes on them. Well, let's have a look. I'm going to go and let's say that, you know, let's look at the new Fate, for instance. Um, Fate. You could go on like CD Japan or something and find that. I'm on CD Japan right now. Ah, yeah, see, there you go. There we are. (laughs) Um, CDs, DVDs. Um, Blu-ray. Right, so volume one. Um, What? Oh, right, okay, so for six episodes, it seems, or 12, uh, you're going to be set back in pounds approximately £224 for the first heart or the first Blu-ray disc box. And that's just one volume, that's not even the whole show. And that's one volume, and it says it's got six discs, so how many... Okay, so yeah, it says completes features twelve episodes in an, an illustrated box. Mm. So you're paying. So, so you're paying. Episodes, so yeah. you're paying some money there. You're paying for the. For some of that money is for the for the illustrated packaging then as well. For the. For and the, you get an A3 uh, tapestry, but I mean, I don't think that's that's worth much in uh, the big picture. No, I mean I remember I actually bought the. Um. 20th anniversary Evangelion DVD box set from Japan and to this day it is still the most expensive anime I've ever imported now they have a blu-ray version now it's kind of disappointing really in a way because they 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 do differ and it's quite interesting actually because the DVD version I've got isn't called Neon Genesis Evangelion box set it's called the archives of Evangelion box set. Now, now the reason it's called that, and you might find this very interesting, George. The reason it's called that, and this is a very long-winded to your answer, by the way. <laughs> um, the reason it's called that is because 
they actually used and this is really really cool and really clever in my opinion and i genuinely really do appreciate the way they've done this what they've done is they've released this box set archives archives of evangelion and how they what they've done is they've used the original master tapes that were shown on tv in japan in 1995 and the reason i know it's that is because they still have the sponsor messages at the start of the episodes Oh, really? Well, yes. that's interesting. I've just I've just looked on it on Amazon Japan, and obviously it's got you know Shin Shin Seki Evangelion, and it says TV Hosoban Hoiban. So it's the it's the TV um, broadcasted version. Yes, that exactly. Is, yes, really interesting. Yes, wow. and and the the Blu-ray version differs not only because it's Blu-ray. Oh, actually, there's another difference. The DVD version that I've got comes with the true version. And I'm sure we'll get into this later on exactly what the differences are. It has the true version of death in it, right? Death and rebirth. And the Blu-ray version has a Blu-ray of End of Evangelion. Which, is the, which is the only release... Which is, I think, is the only release of the End of Evangelion on Blu-ray that it's ever got. It's crazy, and it? it's yeah. it's it's and the price was outrageous at the time. I mean, I remember I thought to myself, I must get that Blu-ray. Having the entire Evangelion set on Blu-ray with End of Evangelion on Blu-ray would be stunning. And then I looked at the price. Now I will admit it has come down in price since. Not, not by much though. Not by much. Yes. Yeah. 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 You've just seen it. I can tell by his reaction. He's just seen yeah. what the price is. Um. It was when I saw it when it first came out. It came out in I think it was September 2015, and it because that was the 20th anniversary of the show, of course, and um, it was over 300 pounds that Blu-ray when it came out. Bonkers, isn't it? And and I bought the DVD version. The DVD version when I bought it, it was the most expensive one I've ever bought, and it was 125 pounds that DVD box set. And and the other thing is. There's no subtitles on it. It's completely raw Japanese. <laughs> well, then you better get you better get studying then, eh? Well, exactly. Well, I've seen Evangelion multiple times, so I know what I know what's going on without actually understanding what they're saying. I know what's going on, but I think it's quite a cool collector's piece to have, nonetheless. Oh, definitely. Well, I mean, I've I've been I, I've been searching for the second part of the new time film uh, new, new type film book for the end of the Evangelion, but online second hand places I can't, can't seem to find it. <laughs> um, so I'm a big big sucker for collector's items as well. So. Yes, I mean I I mean if 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 you're a true fan, you will you will buy. This is the thing they know they know if you're a true fan that you will buy these things. <laughs> they know that mind control exactly it's, it's a bit of that so we'll, we'll get on to the three questions and like i said george you you may or may not know who this is it depends how much youtubing you actually watch or not um so i've got three questions here from hikipedia right right no i don't know i've not watched their videos but i've seen you tag them in a few tweets yes so she is does ring a bell. she is a youtuber who she mainly talks about like j-pop um and she does a lot of videos and this is kind of where the where the where the um 
inspiration for her username comes from. She does a lot of videos about um, the singer um, Utada Hikaru. Um, so that's where that's where sort of the inspiration for her um, channel name comes from. And she's an, an Ava fan as well. And she's sent over three questions. And these are pretty fairly basic questions but they'd they'd be interesting nonetheless and i'll I'll, I'll, so we're both going to answer these because this is the sort of questions that she wants both of us to answer so i'm going to start with you first george so we'll do the first question first then i'll do the other two so the first question um is was ava your first anime no actually i think it was i think it, it was one of the first i watched yeah okay so Ava was well, at least one of the first, if not the one first. Of, I'd say the one of the first ten. One of the first ten, okay. Um, and the second question, and this is kind of a two-part question, because you've got to go for the sub and the dub here. Um, now, the question is, who is your favourite voice actor from the series in both sub and dub forms? Now, I haven't watched the dub. I've never, ever watched a dub anime other than a couple of ep- the last episodes of Cowboy Bebop. I've never watched a, su- a, a dub. Okay. So, but, but, but as far as the sub goes, um, I'm really bad with voice actor names, but um, I'd say Shinji, Shinji's voice actor, actually. Oh, oh, um, uh, uh, Megami Ogata. Yes, because for, for me, the most powerful um, scene in the whole series is actually in the first episode, where he goes in to, um, to Nerve headquarters and he and his uh, father, Gendo's there, and he says, you know, why did you call me here? So, well, well, because you're, ne- you're, cause you're necessary. And he goes, you know, it's, there's no I can do it. And then just Gendo's voice actor as well at, at this point. It's just this, re- this real cold you know sits or which means you you will receive instructions i thought just that that scene for me was chilling absolutely chilling okay so you didn't watch so you didn't watch the dub so you can't no. comment on the dub okay um i now that i can, i'm okay with most dubs of shows now i have seen the dub of neon genesis evangelion it's not one of the better dubs out there, I will admit. Um, I prefer the sub version. So, who is my favourite voice actor from the series? Subbed? Ooh. Um, actually, the dub would probably be a harder choice, but... Um, subbed, my favourite voice actor would be um, Yuka Miyamura, who plays Asuka in the, in the sub version. And my favourite actor in the dubbed version. Ooh. Are we counting rebuild as well? Because I know they changed some of the voice actors for the rebuilds. I don't know. I, I'm going to stick with the original series, I think. Yeah, I think I'm not going to mention. Um, I would say my favourite voice actor in the dub. I would say, honestly, if I'm honest, it's a tie. It's a tie, I think, between Tiffany Grant, who plays Asuka in English, and also the original, the original voice 
of Rey Ayanami. I know that in the rebuilds they cast a different actress to play Rey in the rebuilds. They cast Brina Palencia in the rebuild films to play Rey. Um, but in the original series to playing Rey, it was uh, Amanda Winley. So right. I would say it's a tie between Tiffany Grant and Amanda Winley, both as Asuka and Rey, respectively. No, yeah, well, I wasn't a massive fan of Asuka or Rey's voice acting in the original because there was nothing really that, that, that stood out for me. Okay. I'd say it was definitely the uh, Shinji's, uh, the uh, um, uh, Ikari's, um, and perhaps even uh, um, Katsuragi as well, because you've got that scene in the end of uh, Evangelion where uh, she pins Shinji up against the um, lift and basically says, you're all on your own and you've got to fight and you've got to fight for yourself now. Yes, you're talking about about the sub. I can't remember the voice actress's name. I can't remember her name. But I know who you mean. I know, yeah, I know the scene you mean. I know that it's quite it's quite an infamous scene. I know because in the dub version, it's um, Alison. Is it Alison Keith? Can't remember her name now. I think it's Alison Keith um, playing Misato. And in in that scene that you're talking about, in the in the dub version, she's basically saying the same things to Shinji. And it was the one of the only times in Evangelion that they in the original Evangelion show that they actually dropped dropped the f bomb in that scene in the dub version. Because where Shinji's saying, where where um, Misato's saying, oh, you've got to stand up on your own, you've got to do this, and then he and then Shinji's saying like it's it's uh, Spike Spencer who plays Shinji in the dub, um, one of the whiniest voices ever in the history of anime, uh, um, but uh, good God, um, but um, um, uh, he's saying he's saying oh oh he, he says uh, there's a line where he says oh but you're not me Masato you don't know what it's like or something like that and then Masato just and this is the only time she drops the f bomb in the dub version she goes so fucking what if I'm not you <laughs> and it's just um it's it it's quite an intense scene in in that sense and so the third part of the question and this is again is having to pick your favorite of something. Um, oh. <laughs> this is a hard one. This is hard. This is actually to choose from. This is going to be a really hard one here. This is what is your favourite angel and Ava unit? <laughs> um, I don't know. Right, I'm going to say straight off the bat. I know that the angels have names, but I do not know the names of the angels off the top of my head. I'm just going to have to describe it to you, and you're going to have to just sort of like picture it as best you can. I already know, I already know with the angel one, I think I'll just start with mine, because I know already which angel, well actually I say it's, a, it's another tie, if I'm honest, it's a tie between, do you know the angel in that one episode where <clears throat> it's like, it's like a giant black hole and it like sucks Shinji in, in unit one? Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's either that one, or do you know the one that's like a giant like diamond and it's got that? laser beam oh, well, from the from the ray from episode the, from the first ray episode yeah, and then i mean uh, shinji's got that beefed up sniper rifle that's the one that's the one so it's either that angel or the one that's like the black hole that sucks shinji in in terms of ava unit again i don't know whether to include rebuild or not because there's different ava units in rebuild I'm going to, again, I'm not going to, I think I won't mention Rebuild here. We'll save that for later, I think. Um, um, I think my favourite Ava unit is probably, 
Um, oh God. Um, it's probably Unit Two. Asker's unit. Mm. Right. What about um, yourself? This is a hard one. For me, right. So my favourite, my favourite angel would be um, Zeruel from from both the rebuilds and the original, where um, Shinji goes in sort of beast mode. Is this in the first and... episode or the second episode of the show? Does the no, first angel? Uh, no, I think it's it's towards the end of the show actually. Oh, is it the one where it is it the one where it the angel the the, the Ava Ava unit one eats the angel? Yeah, 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 and, yeah. And he sort of dies, and then come and uh, well, uh, unit one sort of passes out, and then suddenly comes back comes back to life as such. That's in the second um, rebuild film, right? At the end of it, at the end of the second one. Second film. Second rebuild film. I'm sure it's at the end, right? Yeah, because there are two. Because it's because you've got the scene with Shinji in the original, mm. um, where Shinji goes berserk. But then you've also got the one where um, what's her face goes uh, uh, beast mode, and then sort of her. I think what is she unit three? Oh, is it that? Is that that? Is it? Is that? Is that that? Because we're going to get into rebuild later. Because there's actually. There's a ca- I'll say this now really quick. There's a character in the rebuild series that's not in the original series. You know the one her I mean. Her name her name's is and Mari. She, and she's and yes, and she's and she went beast mode. Yes. Didn't she didn't she in Asuka's unit though or is she in her own unit? She's in Asuka's unit, I think. I think so, but she oh, I don't know no because she had the um power. Mm. No, I've, yes, she is and she, and then she goes into and then she has all the power things. Mm. which come off of her back. Yes. Then just goes into beast mode and starts tearing at the AC field. And then the badass scene where Ray comes up just uh, just with a with a missile. And oh, then yes. Try, and, then, and then tries to get Azuril with the missile. It was... That's where she, where she, um, she sacrifices herself. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yes. That's it. So that's, I guess, mine. Okay. Unit, so unit 2, beast mode, and um, Azuril. Okay. Well, that's it. That's all the questions we had. Um, so thank you, everybody, for your questions. There will be a shortened version of the podcast that features just the questions um, later on that I will sort of edit together and you can see those. For now, we're going to move on to some discussion points that we've got. So we're first of all, we're going to do this in sort of like chronological order in terms of the series we're going to first we're going to talk about the original series our favorite episodes moments and things characters characters you maybe think are a bit underrated in the show um then we're going to move on to like death and rebirth our thoughts on that um uh, end of evangelion and then we'll at the end we'll go over the rebuild films and maybe give our thoughts on what we think may or may not happen in evangelion final or whatever they're calling it now Right, so where should we start then? Um, we start with the original we, series first. Original series, right? So um, I guess un, an underrated character. Well, actually, 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 first, actually, before that, before we actually get into the original series, how about we 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 start this by saying how we actually got into the series and when we first watched it and how we first watched it and what led right. to that point. So. Um, about four or five years ago. 
my friend was going on about Evangelion. So I finally decided to give it a watch. And if I'm told you, I actually didn't really enjoy it the first time, to be fair. Um, I guess I hadn't watched much anime and didn't really have the ability to, to appreciate it. But maybe two years ago, I rewatched it. Or three years ago, I rewatched it. And since then, every single year, I rewatched all of the series, you know, the original, the rebuild. Once a year, I rewatch the whole lot. And every time I, I rewatch it, it gets better. And now that obviously I, I watch it in Japanese, the experience has completely changed for me. And I'm noticing, I'm noticing things I wouldn't, that I didn't see before. And then I'm always on. Um, Ever, ever geeks and all those um oh i'm glad you i'm glad you gave i'm uh, glad you gave ever geeks the shout out there because i do i I, I, I use ever geeks uh, admittedly i hadn't used it for a while i i was using it a lot around the time of the build-up to the third rebuild film like when that was you know in its sort of like you know but the build-up to that film coming out i was like really like heavily on ever geeks but i haven't used it in a while i have to admit i i i don't i haven't used it in a long time maybe this this special this podcast here will 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 maybe sort of trigger me to start using ever geeks again well no because i think um i'm really interested in the in the um religious uh, connotations i read this really interesting so it's they have they say they have really like really like in-depth like discussions on there don't they crazily and actually it actually turns out that one of the producers or or something actually turned around and said that um the reason we have all these religious religious uh, symbols and connotations in the show is because we thought they were cool but yeah it doesn't i heard that it was like because yeah. th- 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 everyone was like debating it going oh what yeah, does it yeah, mean what does it mean meaning. and it, it apparently it just yeah it doesn't mean anything it's just there because yeah. it looks cool and also, I think if I can go into some more detail later on, but in the in the end of Evangelion, you've got that scene between Gendo and uh, Ritsuko, and it's when she oh dies is oh is this the is this yeah. is this the uh, is this the the famous what did Gendo say moment? Gendo's un- unspoken words, yeah. Yeah, and I think yeah. they they have worked out what he said. How have they worked out what he said? Well, I, that's 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 something I, I would very very interested. If they've genuinely worked out what he said, I'm I'm very interested to hear what it was. So then, well, I guess I can. I'll quickly whilst uh, whilst you're you, you, uh, you're talking, I'll quickly Google Google how they found out. I yeah, I was gonna say I don't know, like, cause I cause th- that's an infamous thing in the end of Evangelion. I know, I know we're skipping forward a bit here, but like the the end of Evangelion, there's a scene. In which, and by the way, this is gonna be this podcast. If you haven't guessed already, is going to be extremely spoiler heavy. So if you <laughs> if you haven't seen it, then watch Please the series. Yeah, watch the series and then come back and listen to this. Maybe um, there's a scene where obviously um, um, Ritsko is trying to self destruct the Magi, and Gendo he shoots Ritsko and kills her. But before he does that, he says something to her. But the line that he says to her is deliberately muted, so you can't hear it. And there's been always been discussion for years about what did Gendo say. And I, I've got no idea what it is. It's like the, it's like what exactly does the ending of the film mean with Asuka and Shinji? Like when she 
and caresses his face. Well, we'll get we'll get into that later on as well. But this was an adult kiss. Oh yes. I've just uh, I've just uh, whacked out the um, new type film book for the end of Evangelion, so I'm going to quickly find that scene and have that now. Should we uh, should we uh, go into it now, or do you want to talk about how? Um, the yeah, well, well, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get onto that when we talk about end of Evangelion, I think, because that'll be skipping ahead a bit. So, how I got into the series is actually really interesting, to be honest. So, I have an uncle who lived. He doesn't live there anymore, but he used to live in 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 Wales, right? And every and every year we used to go we used to go and visit there as like a sort of like a family holiday thing, and we used to go there. And in one of the rooms in his house where his computer was, he had two posters, right? And one of them was the poster for, for, for Death and Rebirth. And the other one was the poster for the end of Evangelion, which I also have that same poster now. Not the exact one that he had, but like the same poster. You know, the one of the cover with Ray, you know, you know, the famous image. Um, and... Well, not, and mind you, I was like probably about, don't know, seven or eight years old at this point, and the like that image of Asuka and Shinji, and I didn't know these characters at the time, but that that image of Asuka and Shinji, like, you know, looking out onto this, and, I, and for some reason, don't ask me why, but I guess this was like a young child's perception of the image. I always thought when I was when I was young and you know and not really understanding what it was that Asuka and Shinji were looking out over a hill and the head was coming up over a hill and so that's what I that's what my perception of it was and it was just that image of Ray's head like popping up over what I thought was a hill and there standing there that really quite disturbed me it really made me feel uneasy when I when I used to look at that image, but now I love it. It's one of my favourite bits of Evangelion artwork ever. But when I first looked at it, it really disturbed me, really made me feel uneasy. And then some years later, I was going around local... Do you remember Virgin Megastores? No, I don't. No, 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 no. You don't remember that? Well, no, I don't. No. Well, we used to have Virgin Megastores, which was like... It was like Virgin's version of HMV, right? And, like, so I went in there and I was walking around there and then I saw a DVD and it was the it was the end of Evangelion, but I didn't know what it was, but it had the same image that I remembered of, oh, right. of the, the, living over the hill. And I was like, oh, that's that image that I remember. So I went home. And I, I, I did some research on it and I thought, oh, it's a TV series. I was like, oh, OK, it's Japan. It's a Japanese TV series. OK, so. And then I listened, I, I read what it was about and I was like, oh, it's got robots in it and it's got fighting. And I thought it was like Transformers or something. I was like, oh, that sounds really cool. You know, that sounds really cool. I'll watch that. And the fir I remember the first time I watched Neon Genesis Evangelion. I think it scarred me for life. <laughs> it's sort of you. You sort of enter this black hole, and I sort of like I said, I, I watched it, and I didn't think, oh, it was. I, I didn't really get it, but little did, did I know that two years later, it really would suck me. And it is. It is so. 
it's one of those things where if you look into it too much it really gets depressing yeah oh god i remember the first time i watched it it like genuinely there were scenes in that show that genuinely really disturbed me like like a lot of them were asker scenes like the infamous asker mind rape scene the first time i saw that that really like really disturbed me the first time i saw it also the scene where she's like almost like almost well the one where you know the scenes later on in the show where asker's like almost catatonic and you know do you remember the episodes where she it was after she lost her ava unit or something and um she went to some really big depression and she just sort of like was going in hiding and she and she stayed in like hikari's house for like yeah, that's like, right, yeah. yeah it was those sort of scenes and the scenes where Asuka was like those sort of episodes those really disturbed me those sort of episodes and the latter half of the series was well let's just say it was it was it was an experience for someone watching it the first time it's it's really what about, uh, what about Shinji's wanking scene oh in the end of Evangelion <laughs> well I didn't watch that until a lot later I didn't watch that until a lot later um it's just, it's just yeah it just starts. I mean, look at the, the, like the fa- And do you know what makes me laugh about the end of Evangelion? It starts, and it, I actually watched. I watched. Um, it was actually. It, it, it kind of stems from a parody video I watched on YouTube. But when I when I thought about it, I thought, oh yeah, that makes sense. Um, it was a video. I might link you it after this. It was a video called something like um, Ten Things Wrong with the End of Evangelion" or something. And, and it's like like it's like it's this like it's this sort of like it's sort of like parody sort of like like oh you know what what's wrong with the show or what's wrong with the film and it's like where the film starts obviously again this is spoilers for people who haven't seen it but where the film starts where Asuka's comatose in the bed and there's the famous you know the wanking scene and, and all that that isn't actually where we left off in the series It's yeah even though they make it look like that's where it left off but it's not actually where it left off because the way to watch it or the way i watch evangelion is i go up to episode 24 and then i watch end of evangelion because the real oh, I, I see the real point for me the real point where you need to watch end of evangelion is after episode 24 in my opinion but that's how that's how that's how I got into the series. It was just sort of like my own curiosity for for the for the image of the show is what is what brought me into it. So that's how I watched it. Um, so considering that, what are your what are some of your favourite episodes of the series? Right. So the first episode, of course. Oh, that's um, an all-time classic, isn't it? I mean, not. Not, not, not the whole of the first episode. Obviously, that that uh, infamous scene where she just goes crazy. Oh. No, sorry, no, sorry. The scene that I just sort of <laughs> died there with half asleep. No, the scene, the scene in, in uh, the first episode where uh, Shinji first meets his father after after a while and sort of feels like he's useless and all and. Um, then there's that scene, uh, episode I think 19, where Shinji um, goes into beast mode, 
which I mentioned earlier. And then, um, if I'm too honest, you, my favourite parts aren't in the, really the, in the, the original series, but in in a, um, the end of Evangelion. Because okay. I've spent so much time, I think there's way more stuff to analyse in the end of Evangelion than there is in the original. <coughs> so I've spent so a lot of time sort of reading out about um, Gendo's silent words, um, the final scene where um, Shinji and Asuka are sort of laying on the floor and he's strangling her and she, and he, she, and she just goes, Kimochi <laughs> wari, you know, that, mm. that uh, infamous scene. But I think the scenes that I enjoy aren't the scenes that are necessarily fun to watch, but the ones that the more you look into them, mm. the more interesting they get. One of my favourite episodes, now, it's one of the very first episodes of the show, and when I say this to people, people are saying things to me like, oh, why, 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 you know, why don't you pick one of the, one of the more, you know, action-packed episodes or anything, but, now, I think this is the, I think this is the name of the manga chapter, so I'm not sure if this is the name of the actual um anime oh no i've just remembered the name of the anime episode so i know both names i can't I think it's episode it's either episode i think it's episode three or four it might be episode four the one it one of my favorite actually it is not one of it is my favorite episode of neon genesis evangelion of all time is the episode that's i think the manga chapter for it is called someday in the rain and and the anime episode, I think, is called because the because the manga chapters in the anime episodes had different names. I think the anime name for the episode is um, the phone that never rings. Right. Now, don't ask me why that's my favorite episode of all time. I just love the whole sort of like the melancholy feel of that episode where it's Shinji, he's just wandering the streets, you've got the rain coming down, and there's just a real sort of calm atmosphere about that episode. Okay, well I guess it's the calm it's the calm before the storm, isn't it? And it's mm. sort of it's sums up the way in which Shinji feels about life. Yeah. Being how he's sort of where he feels like he's so alone. Yeah, that's now, right, yeah. People only people only actually want to speak to him or want anything to do with him when there's because that's because that's that's the episode when he uh, transfers in right. It's the and... episode. Yeah, it's the yeah, it's the episode where he is the first episode where he's at the school and he meets um, Toji and Kensuke. And obviously, there's that infamous scene where Toji feels bitter towards Shinji because his sister got injured. In, and we'll get back to his sister later on because that's very interesting when it comes to the rebuild films, uh, the third one especially. Um, um, you know, and he feels bitter towards Shinji because during the battle in episode two, because they don't actually show the battle in episode one, it cuts off just before the battle starts at the end of episode one, but in episode two they show like a flashback of this battle where. Um, Obviously, you know, Shinji's it's his first battle and he wrecks the city pretty much in this battle and Toji's sister got hurt um in the battle and then and then sort of Toji's taken out his sort of anger and frustration on Shinji because you're an Ava pilot, you did this, this is your fault, 
you know it, my sister got hurt because of you and your silly weapons your your your, your evangelion weapons and you, you you're just destroying the city and he but he, he feels very bitter towards shinji at that point in time i think it sort of links into that um scene in the end of the evangelion where with um akagi uh no with it you know the uh, the uh, the uh, ki- the uh, kissing scene, and she goes to uh, well, Shin- Shinji says, um, "If I if I knew that all I would do was hurt people, then I wouldn't have you wouldn't have done it yeah. ever in mm-hmm. the first place." Yes, um, but I mean it's sort of there is a link between the first and the third episode because. Shinji feels isolated because he feels he, he knows that the reason the only reason his father wants him mm. is because the father his father wants to use him and in that episode you know he is sort of the cool thing when everyone finds out that he's part of the ever and when he transfers in he's you know everyone's you know trying to be his friend and stuff mm. or trying to show interest in him but as soon as that wears off you know he's just back to this old you know unpopular kid who only is summoned if he's needed almost mm. yes it's, that, it's, it's just it's just it's one of those really depressing anime isn't it it is it's just it's just like it's not an anime for kids let's do, <laughs> it may seem that way because it's got giant robot fighting but it's really not um so what would you say then moving on from sort of favorite episodes what would you say are sort of like your favorite well not even save not even favorite really but sort of like some of your how do i say sort of like characters you think are a bit underrated in the show the ones that you know because everyone obviously they always talk about you know shinji and asuka and ray and misato and and gendo and and all these characters so but which ones do you think you know in evangelion make an impact but excuse the pun there but um uh, <laughs> make an impact but um maybe don't get the recognition that they perhaps should get let me think i've got i've got a few ideas in mind obviously the first one is probably you know i keep on keep on going on about it but ritsuko akagi mm-hmm. i think is sort of is one of those really powerful characters who sort of thinks that she or perhaps thinks that she perhaps thinks that she's in she's in control but in reality, she now would really she think that? You know, would she think that because? And this is a spoiler again, ladies and gentlemen. Would she think that because her mother is kind? Her mother is the magi in a way, or her mother is like very is like influenced the way that the magi works. Yes, and that is shown exactly in the in the way in that scene with the silent words mm. there's that sort of if i have a look in the film because there's that scene again in the end of evangelion where she's reprogramming the magi and she and she sort of caresses one of the i don't know what you call it a sort of like a, a one of the the remote the remotes for it and she says i'll see you soon mother to it she goes yeah. casper betrayed me mm. um you chose you chose you chose that man over over your own daughter, mm. and and then it and then it goes switches to Gendo, and then it's X X X X dot dot dot, and then you have a Ritsko who says Usotsuki, liar. 
Yeah, she's so 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 so. Gendo said something. That tr- this is this is this is the very interesting thing about him. We'll, we'll come back to it when we talk about End of Evangelion later on. But this is the thing. This is, that's the interesting thing is that Gendo said something that triggered the response liar. So what did he say? Well, that, that, we I don't think we're I don't think we're supposed to know what he said. Should we just try to go on and explain the story? But the uh, yeah, I think I think I think because I think right. cause, I was say I think because we keep bringing it up, I think we might as well just say what it is now. <laughs> might as well just hit it on the head. So. Yeah. Um, what people think he said was Ritsuko Akagi I really I truly needed you and she says liar liar yeah ah that's interesting and there's and the reason why is because see, the two reasons I can remember off the top of my head is the last sort of the last scene is called I need you Ah. And the end of Evangelion film is actually called Air Slash Magokoro o Kimini, which means I, you know, from the bottom of my heart, I really need, I really needed you. Because that's the thing, and some people may not know this about the end of Evangelion. If, if you're listening to this and you're not familiar with Evangelion. End of Evangelion isn't a film where it runs through and that's the whole film in one it's in one go. It's actually it's, it's really, actually yeah. it's based yeah. I think the actual way they did it it's actually two forty five minute episodes. One called Air and one called um, I Need You or whatever it's called like you say. Um, one's called Air and uh, what's the other one called again? So it's Air and uh, I Need You. Sincerely, I truly, need, I really needed you, basically. Yeah. So, it's the way it is. It's two forty-five-minute episodes. One called Air, and one called I Truly Needed You, stuck together to make a, a film. Mm. That's what the end of Evangelion is. So now, so now we've talked. We, okay, we've kind of talked about the original series a bit. Underrated characters. I'll, uh, I think one of them. I think an underrated character to to me. Oh, it's difficult. I, I, I would say, and this is going to be. I, I don't even know if I can properly explain it, really. But it, 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 I've always found, I've got kind of like two underrated characters for me, possibly three, but one of them gets a bit more sort of screen time and a bit more backstory than the other two. And this is something I've, I've always kind of wanted to sort of like. Because they, they hint at this in the show, but I've always wanted to, like, delve, you know, get some more information about this. But obviously that's not the way that the show turned out. I think it's not necessarily underrated characters for me. It's just characters I'd like to sort of explore more and actually get more of, like, because they say some certain things that, that really I was like, I wonder how that would have turned out. Um, one of them for me is, um, is Kensuke. And the reason I say Kensuke is because... He's always talking about how he'd really love to be an Ava pilot and how he thinks that the Avas are so cool and they're like really awesome <laughs> yeah. and things. But he, I don't think he really quite understands or understood exactly what the situation was. So my thought would be, I wonder how it would have been if Kensuke actually knew exactly. Because obviously there's that scene in the early episodes where... Kensuke and Toji they get bought into unit one and they get a taste of what it's like but he I don't think 
especially Kensuke, because Kensuke is such a... Because Kensuke's character in Evangelion, he's a bit of a, a military sort of like otaku in a way. And um, I just always thought it would be really interesting to see what it would have it, what would it have been like if, 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 if Kensuke had actually known, you know, the truth of how it was. I don't think Kensuke would last long enough to find out what it's really about because obviously because he's now now this is the thing isn't it because obviously because he's so reckless isn't he you well, know sort of you know jumping into the battle hmm. just with a camera on his own exactly it, and then yeah. almost and he would have been killed if uh, shinji hadn't have brought him up i think no i don't think he would he wouldn't have stayed alive long no. enough to well see. this is the thing isn't it because in the end of evangelion there's a lot of characters from the series that like are just not in that film and 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 toji and kensuke are completely not in the end of evangelion at all now the the there's no explanation in the film as to where exactly they are or what happened to them but i've got i'm under the understanding and this kind of comes from ever geeks and other sources that i've used over the years i'm under the understanding that the the inhabitants of tokyo 3 when obviously third impact was happening and before third impact was happening when obviously sele were assaulting nerve at the start of the film that the inhabitants of tokyo 3 all got evacuated somewhere before that happened now i don't know whether that is actually the truth of what happened but that is what i've heard whether that's rumor or that's just fan theory or whether that is actually what happened i don't know because they don't they don't mention that in the film itself but I mean, what, what do you have, you? have you heard that theory slash rumor slash whatever it is? No, I haven't. No, but um, have you have you looked on Evergeeks about it? Not lately. Not lately. I did look on there once, and there was a slight thing about you know what where did they go and things, but that was some years ago. So I'm, I'm imagining because it's a shame because um i'm i'm sure you've watched uh, pseudo steph's videos on Evangelion, right? I I I've watched his videos on it. I've watched um Ava Monkey's videos which are quite they don't really go into much detail they're more sort of like news about the franchise more than actual like analysis i saw a video and this is covering rebuild i saw a video i might link you this video as well actually because this is really if you've got three hours to spend i would i would recommend going through this if you've got a whole afternoon to spare maybe sometime i would we'll recommend see. looking fingers crossed fingers crossed we'll see this um week, so yeah next week is a bit yeah um if you've got time if or just, or just watch it in parts if you can um yeah, yeah. i might link you it after this it was when uh, 3.0 had just come out right and these people and i've only watched it once and it was this was back when the film first came out these people they they did a three hour analysis of 3.0 and it's really in depth like three like, hours three hour it was a three hour analysis of the film I mean, to think that the actual videos... I mean, they spent, like... I mean, there's there's one thing yeah. there's one thing where they spend, like... I'm trying to remember, because this is, like, about four or so years ago that I watched this video now. Um, it was, like, they spent about 20 minutes 
just uh, analysing what the markings mean on the choker that Shinji's wearing. <laughs> oh my god, I don't. I I dread to think the amount of time that actually went into went into that uh, three hours because you think no, a ten minute video can take ages. Mm. Three hours, all the research and oh, oh. I it, mean, I I'd like I'd like to, to say that. That maybe they they uh, need life, but I really if if it, if, it, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't understand Evangelion. And actually, well, exactly, yeah. Fair, it's people um, like and and you think you say to yourself, oh, it's sad that they spend all that time just analysing like a ninety minute film and things, but that's actually what I really love about the Evangelion community because you don't see many other like fandoms for a show where the fans go that in depth with analysing it. Like, for example, animes like, let's assume, for example, I don't know, let's just pick a random one, um, a Death Note, let's say. You don't see people analysing that for, like, three hours at a time. Because there's nothing to analyse, is there? Well, not really, no, exactly. But you don't see, exactly, Evangelion's quite unique in that sense. You don't see ones that are like that. Um, so should we just should we just move on to end of Evangelion in general? Should we just move because we keep going back to it? So should we just should we just? Well, I think yeah, that's should we just go into it? Something that it's probably our favourite out of all of them. It's so. the one. It's the one. It's definitely my favourite. Well, it's it's definitely the one that's got the most to talk about. Right. So where should we start then? Well, should we just go through any part of the film? I mean, the the, the thing that's going to bring up the most discussion of course is 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 the second half of the film um obviously the the you know the the post as the post aska death by the way that's a spoiler aska dies in this film actually a lot of people die in this film i mean <laughs> we've 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 put out about about fifty thousand spoiler warnings so if you're still watching by now then you know, oh yeah, I mean, I mean, if exactly, I would not, re- I yeah, exactly, I would not recommend listening to this until you've seen everything, because we're going to spoil, especially when it comes to End of Evangelion, we are about to spoil yeah. everything. By but, the way, on the bright side, everyone dies, right? Everyone dies, pretty much. Everyone dies, pretty much. Everyone dies. But so, I think. Okay, the first half of the film, there's not much to analyse there because it is just the assault on nerve, and that's pretty straightforward. I think the thing, the best portion of the film to analyse is the second half, and the most interesting point to analyse is the second half. The, basically, the post Asker death. The post Asker death. The post Adam's Adam's dreams come come and fall down. Yeah, his waifu is gone. The waifu's gone. (laughs) That's right. Oh dear me. Uh, (laughs) I remember the first time I saw that. I just couldn't believe that they'd killed Asker off. I was like, oh my god! How could you kill like one of the best characters in the show off? Just just have to to pause and you know take a break to cry. (laughs) (laughs) I I think I screamed like Shinji when that happened. Um, but no, the, I mean, obviously, okay, I'll just talk through that scene really quick. So Asuka, she's in a coma and they put her in unit one at the bottom of, a, not unit one, unit two, even, um, at the, at the bottom of a lake. And, and she, she, she <laughs> somehow, she, yeah, she, she somehow miraculously just recovers 
in some really weird scene where she repeats the words I don't want to die about a hundred times and then she sort of goes into beast mode and just wrecks everything for a, for a good while but then she gets overcome by the mass production Avers which are Sele's answer to the Evangelion um and 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 she un- and, and then she just gets annihilated basically <laughs> And that's a real, really vile scene, isn't it? It's quite. I, I was, yes, the, the Asuka's. I was going to say, Asuka's death scene in the end of Evangelion is pretty graphic. Yes, that's a lot. There's quite a lot of graphic scenes in this film, actually. I mean, even even when she's killing it, or she's trying to kill the mass production uh, Avers, and she sort of goes and rips one of the heads off and just everything comes out and it's just blood everywhere nowadays just... you know they'd never be able to broadcast that in anime no well yeah this is the thing and it's like because i remember reading at the you know back in the day that evangelion was on during like when it first started the original series when it first started it was on in japan at like kids cartoon hour in the morning <laughs> just imagine that just imagine that now Imagine showing that now. There's no way. CBBs. CBBs, and you've got like destruction of a human being. Like, <laughs> it's just there's no way at all that that would happen. Um, so yeah, so she dies basically, and then Shinji. I think he was trying to get to Unit One to to fight with her. Is that right? Am I am I am I remembering the film right? I haven't seen it for a while, so I can't remember exactly. But I'm sure. Misato's trying to get Shinji to Unit 1 so that he can help Asuka. Is that right? I think that's the scene where he, where she's sort of doing what she can. And he's just sitting there crying. He's just being a bitch. That's the thing. A lot of the... Well, actually, the majority of this film, End of Evangelion, Shinji's just being a complete bitch the whole time. I think just that, that is what he is. He's just a bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Twenty-four-seven. Yeah, yeah. I think that's right. So, am, am I am I remembering that right? Is 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 Shinji trying to get to Unit One to help Asuka? I think so, because he does come and save the day, and then and everything goes to shit. Yeah. So to speak. Yes. So that happens, and then that's sort of the end of the first. Because there's actually like a credits sequence in the in the middle of the film, isn't there? There is. Yeah. Um, well, that is when you've got you know the the version of the sung version of Thanatos, mm. which is, I think it's, I think it's called B mine or something. Isn't it? Um, let me just look it up real quick. Actually, I have the movie on my laptop. Across, across the other side of the room. Um, Thanatos. That's some furious uh, if typing. I <laughs> if I can't be yours. If I can't be yours, yes, that's right. Because, I mean, we're going to get into some details about Evangelion that y- you guys may not know. I mean, did you know, for example, I'm sure George knows this, but did you know that there was a song recorded for the end of Evangelion that they didn't use? No, I didn't know that, actually. Ah, you didn't know that. I will send you it, sir, after this. It's a song called... Um, Oh, I, you know, I cannot remember what it's called now, but it, it they, they recorded it. Do you know the scene where they play uh, Come Suza Todd, Come Sweet Death? 
Well, originally, there was a different song that was going to play at that point of the film. Really? Yes, there was. Oh, I remember. Yes, I remember now. It's a song that they recorded for the film. It's on the soundtrack, right? Right. But it's not in the film. It's a song called Everything You've Ever Dreamed. Oh, right. No, I've never heard of that. Well, I'll, I'll, yes. If you type it in now, Google search it now. Evangelion, Everything You've Ever Dreamed. It's sung by the same singer who sang Come Sweet Death in the film. She, reco- it, she recorded it. There's an Ever Wiki. I'll link you the Ever Wiki now. Right? If you just stay, wait there a minute. I'll link you the Ever Wiki now. And you can open that up and you can you can read it. If I can remember. I'm, I'm liking this. Well, yeah, this is the thing. Cause I'm, you see, I'm telling things that you don't even know. I mean, I've, I've, I've loved... Okay, loved yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. There, there's the there's, Okay, there's the link. There's the link. So if you click on that, that will take you to the Ever Geeks wiki page for, for the song. Have a quick read of that. No, I'll tell you what. I actually, I like uh, Tom, but that actually sounds more fitting for. Or everything you've ever dreamed. It does because. Oh, here we go. Here we go. So, uh, so there's some. So I'm looking down at the page here for the Ever Geeks posting for this song. Um. Yes, here we go. Um, in the notes here, it says. Um, it says, uh, uh, quote, uh, according to the refrain of Evangelion booklet, everything you've ever dreamed was considered as one other possibility, along with Komsuza Todd for the third impact through instrumentality sequence. Uh, and then it says, and then another interesting thing here, and I didn't know this. I didn't know this. So I'm actually learning this for the first time right now. Um, it says it's also speculated this song was originally going to be used for the end of Evangelion's end credits after the final scene. Now that re- now I'm actually I have real mixed mixed thoughts about that. And then it says, and then this this would be interesting here for you because you mentioned oh it might be more fitting. Um, it says the lyrics of everything you've ever dreamed, both Anno's original lyrics as well as the English adaptation, seem to be about the relationship between Shinji and Asuka. And there's lines here like, perfect, for example, um, there's there's lines here. Um, I'm going to read you the first sort of like few lines of the first verse of the song, and this might make sense to you. So the first uh, few lines of the first verse, and this is in English, obviously, it says, um, what was it she did to break your heart, betray your heart and everything, kiss you with a kiss that wasn't true? Whoa. So it's, 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 it's quite, a, I've heard the song before. And that some people have made like do you do you know those 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 animated like music video things that people make and they put them on YouTube and things. Someone made one of those um, with Shinji and Asuka, and it, it was it had this song in it, and it actually did fit real well. Oh, wow, I'm actually I'm really shocked because like I said, is, is a classic, but that goes. That goes really, really well, wow. Yes, and that they, oh, yeah, they record you. Yeah. the whole way through. Yeah, you'll have to listen. It's quite a long song, but if you listen to it, it's um, it's um, 
it's really quite a it's not as depressing as um come Caesar Todd but it's yeah yeah it says here um it says it, it's an unused song available only on the S2 works and refrain of Evangelion CDs which I'm sure are, are, are they cost silly money if you want to if you want to get those CDs um but yeah that's uh, so there's something you didn't know there's a there's a there's a song for the end of Evangelion that they didn't use I'm uh, being uh, paid next week you're really tempting me <laughs> it's quite interesting um so yeah, shall shall we talk about shall we talk about the 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 Ritzko? Well, we talked about the Ritzko scene earlier on with the with the with the muted line. So we've already been over that. So we know what that was about. Shall we try and make sense of the ending to this film, if we can? I've never been able to make sense of it. it no, just... I've seen the film. I've probably seen the film about four or five times, and I. Every, I still to this day do not understand the ending of the film. It's 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 really quite difficult. It was. Um, Pseudo Steph did, did did a great video on it. Obviously, I don't, I don't know if you've noticed or knew, but he suddenly deleted all of the videos on on, on his channel, and so now um, so now obviously we can't we we can't go and look at it. No. But I think obviously there is the link to the maybe the uh, Akagi scene the uh, Risco scene where he, you know she says where he, he says I really needed you and maybe it's a contrast a comparison or a contrast between the relationship between uh, Gendo and Risco and Jinji and Asuka mm. it's both this sort of maybe Shinji couldn't bring himself to kill Asuka by joking I, I, I don't really know it's a real it's a real uh, black hole in terms of what's going on. Let me have a look, actually. Um, Let's just take a little. Um, I've got. I've, I've just. I've just got something out. I've, I've just remembered some. I'll, I'll, I'll wait until you finish this. But I've just remembered something else that was um, made for the film that they didn't use. That you might find. You, you might find extremely interesting if you found the unused song interesting. Go for it. Go for it. Because I'm actually still googling for this. You okay? This okay. Did you okay? I'll link you this because I know this is on YouTube because this is how I watched it and I know it's on there. Um. I'll link you it now, um, but I'll, I'll talk about it while I'm linking it. Did you know? Okay, you know the scene. You know there's. You know in End of Evangelion, there's that random bit of the film where it just all for a sudden for like five minutes it just turns live action. Right. And there's all those live action shots of Japan, and there's those. And you know it zooms. You know at the end of that, it zooms in on like three people in the street, and they're like, it's a crowd, but they're sort of like superimposed in the crowd so that you can make them out. Right. Yeah. Did you know that those three people are the three voice actresses for Shinji Misato and Ray? Actually, uh, not 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 Shinji Misato and Ray. Shin no um Ray. No, not Shinji Misato and Ray. Sorry, Ray Misato and Asuka. Did you know that? No. I- 
would expect nothing less from from a, I know that is genius, isn't it? That is wow. And um, and here's another thing that's going to blow your mind, right? I'm preparing myself. Okay. Over it. There it is. Great, fantastic. You may hear the very start of it because I've got. A... I just need to get the link. There we go. I'm going to link you this now. Oh, there's that video. Ten things you might have missed in the end of Evangelion by Ever Monkey. That's that video I was talking about earlier. Um, yeah, there's a whole. What have I done there? Um, this is trying to just is trying to link something with one hand here. There's a whole um, ten minute sequence in the film, a deleted scene. There's a, do you know there's a ten minute deleted scene from this film? No. Well, there's, oh that was the start of it there. Um, right, okay. There's a ten minute deleted scene from this film, and I'm just about to link it to you now. There we go. Right. It is 10 minutes of live action from the film, right? That was original that was filmed for the film but not used and it's got the voice actresses for um Ray Asuka and Misato, right? Live action, the real voice actresses for them in the film and it's supposed to be from what I've heard, it's supposed to be an alternative universe in which Shinji doesn't exist. Oh my god. What what have you done to me? It's 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 quite a mind fuck scene. <laughs> I've got to admit. But it, it it's 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 really quite a it, you know that scene where it was shots of Japan in in the yeah. in the actual film and it's live action. Apparently this live action scene was supposed to be there in that part of the film instead of that. That's crazy because there's that there's that saying, isn't there? It, it, it uh, sort of goes: the more the more you know, the less you realise you know. Mm. I think Evangelion is just like that. You know, the, the more you research into it, mm. the less the more you realise there is to learn. Yes, exactly. And I sort of half wish that I never started. I never watched it in the first place. <laughs> I know what you mean. Sometimes it's just like, oh my god, this film. What's it done to me? But how that... much, how much, how much further would I be in life? You know, what, uh, what, uh, what, what things could could I've achieved? <laughs> it's just, it's, it's a really bizarre scene. It's a really, really bizarre because nothing really happens in it. There's the, the, the um, she's talking. One of the one of them is talking about. Um, I think one of them is talking about Kaji in it. And saying things about oh you would you know with your boyfriend or something and this just it's just like really mundane stuff but it's just really really interesting to watch so there's that and so the ending for the film is yeah like we said we, we can't can't explain it cannot explain it now I've heard that um. Now, I'm going to go on Wikipedia real quick because there's a really interesting point about this film, about the production of this film. 
um, that uh, was was made um, production. There we go. Um, yes, here we go. Um, it says uh, interpretation. So this is this is the interpretation that people have come up with for this. It says, um, in the final scene of the end of Evangelion, Shinji and Asuka have separated themselves from the collective human existence. Shinji begins strangling Asuka, but when he correct, when she caresses his face, he stops and breaks down in tears. Um, Asuka then utters the film's last line, which has been variously translated into English as, quote, I feel sick or, quote, disgusting. The meaning of the scene is obscure and has been controversial. Now, I've heard that when they were tracking the voices for this film, Anno said to um, Yoko Miyamura, who is Asuka's voice actress in Japanese, um, imagine what it would imagine if someone had come into your room when you were asleep and had just started masturbating. <laughs> And you'd and 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 you'd woken up and seen it. What would you say? And apparently Yoko Miyamura said, "Disgusting." And well, that's where. Continue. And that's that is where <laughs> that is where the last line of the film comes from. Apparently. Now whether that is true or not <laughs> is this something else. But that's what I've heard. Well, I guess from a translating point, translation point point of view. Kimochi Warui means Kimochi is feelings and Warui is bad. So it's literally just bad feelings. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, apparently, according to this, in English, it's translated as I feel sick. So I'd say, yeah. Or or another, or another, I know, yeah, I'd say another translation they've come up with is disgusting. And then also, and then also at the start of. Um, Sort of the old, the famous wank scene. What does Shinji say? He says, "He says I'm so fucked up," or that's what he says at the end, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. I'm, I'm the worst. Yes. The lowest of the low. Hmm. Yes, exactly. Um. So that's that's quite that's interesting. That's very interesting. So I think the end of Evangelion, summing it up, I think it's just going to be a mystery for the rest of time. That film. I don't think we're supposed to know. I don't think we're supposed to know. I don't. I. I, I don't even think. Anno knows. Anyone knows. No. Anno. Anno is clueless. His staff clueless. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I just I imagine mean, him sitting there and just. Just think. You know what? What on the, earth have I just written? Yes. <laughs> he's just there, like I do not know what this is, but you know, it's just. A, I'm just going to submit it anyway. You know. Yeah, that'll do. Yeah, exactly. It'll do. It'll do. Yes. So. We had that, so there was end of Evangelion, and then we thought, you know, Evangelion's done. That's the end of it. Literally, it was called End of Evangelion. That's the end. But no, it's not. <laughs> we have rebuild films, which is because we can make more. We can make more money. Yes, we're going to cash in on the Evangelion franchise by making more films. Did you know? First of all, when it comes to the rebuild films, did you know that all all four films were supposed to be out by two thousand and eight? Yes, <laughs> I did know that. <laughs> that is. And was that true? No. And there was and there was another thing. Originally, 3.0 and the last film, which is yet to be released, were supposed to come out as a double feature. 
imagine when they released that statement, what 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 they wanted to, uh, to say, you can brackets not release by two thousand and eight plus eight. <laughs> Yeah, do you know what? Old, uh, do you know what? I, it's, it's, it's Anno being the master of trolling again because here's 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 the thing. There's an interview where after the third film came out, he said, um, "We will go through this in order in a minute, ladies and gents." Um, um, we probably won't, but we probably won't. But <laughs> anyway, um, in the third film, after the third film came out, uh, there was an interview with Anno, and he said um, they were asking him, "Oh, how long is it going to be until the last film?" And he said, "Oh, probably about." five or six years and they everyone thought he was joking but i don't think he is because <laughs> it has been do you know it's already do you know this year will mark five years since um this year will mark five years since the third film came out Bonkers, we still haven't got the fourth film so let's go so um we've got three out of the four rebuild films because how i want to end this is by talking about the rebuild films and how what i want to do at the very end is maybe give our thoughts on the upcoming film and what we think might happen what we want to see from the last film but we'll get to that i want to start with the with our general thoughts on the rebuild series so far i mean what do you what do you think about the rebuild series after three of the four installments um I like them. I do like them also. But I don't like them as a rebuild of the original. I like them as I like them as their own entity. I that's another the yes. I will say that also. I also when people talk to me about and this goes back to um Ossie's question from at the start of the show where he said what should I watch first? I hope he isn't watching now because he's just had the whole spoiling. thing spoiled. We've spoiled everything. <laughs> um um you know, this goes back to that. Um, you know, what should I watch first? I, the rebuild films, I do like. Like you said, I also, you know, I like to separate them from the original series. They, they are their own. The rebuild films, in essence, yes, they're part of the same franchise, and yes, they're called rebuild. But rebuild really is just their fancy name of remake, isn't it? Really, that's all it is. And cash in. Cat well, <laughs> If you want to put it that way, you can, I guess. Because that's also what it could be. Um, it, it's... Yeah, basically, yeah. I, I like to differentiate them from the original series. They're, they're, they're their own separate entity, aren't they, the Rebuild films? They're not... They're not really part of... They're not really part of the same continuity. Although there was that rumour that... You know, or that theory that... Oh, is, is the Rebuild films... Like, are they a loop... Is it the original series on a loop? Because it starts... Because obviously, you know, um, End of Evangelion ends and it's got the Red Sea, you know, the Red Sea yeah. at the end of it. You, obviously, you know, in the first of the rebuild films, what's the first shot in the first of the rebuild films? The Red Sea. So there was this... When that came out, I remember at the time when that came out, there was a whole bit of rumours going on going, is this a loop? Is this a continuation from the End of Evangelion <laughs> or something? No, it's not. No, I mean, would you, I mean, what do you think about that? Because I do you remember people saying that. I do. I don't. I. I think it is a case of Anno. Anno. Anno will always be Anno. Yeah. I know exactly. Yes, it's just Anno being Anno, and and what exactly. more can you do? 
Um, just let's let's uh, let's uh, put let, let's put these people on a on a wild goose chase. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, Anno. I mean, everyone. I mean, Hideaki Anno is infamous for being a master troll. And and uh, that that is you know that is something that I think he's done there. It's it's I think it's just a throwback to the old films. I don't think it means anything because I know that it's like I said it sparked a whole sort of ever geeks went mad when that came out and people were just like oh my god is it a loop? There were there were theories everywhere about is it a loop? You know is it this is the series on a loop? Um, is it a sequel to the end of Evangelion? Um, is it this? Is it that? No, it's not. Because as we know now, moving on, you know, into the third film, the third film, I mean, the first film was pretty much a pretty much pretty good carbon copy of the first five or five or six episodes of the show. The second film, it had some elements from the show, but also it had a few new things. Some things happened to different people. Um, but the third film is completely original to the rebuilds, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's... And do you remember at the time? And this is this annoyed. It is this annoyed. Do you remember when the film came out? And do you remember the backlash it got when it came out? No, I don't. Well, I tell I you this. I tell you the film when it came out. Yeah, I was sort of. I would, I watched the films recently. I tell you this. In the past year. When they so. came out. When they came out. This is back in two thousand and twelve when the third film came out. There was so much backlash for this film. Um, even fans in Japan were like, what the fuck is this? Because, and I'll tell you why, and this is the really interesting thing. Go back and watch this, if you haven't. Go back and watch this, because you this will make sense. Go back to the second film, 2.0. Go back to 2.0. And watch the next time preview at the end of that film. And what you will notice about the next time preview at the end of 2.0, and then when you watch 3.0 after, is that none of the stuff in the 2.0 next time preview is actually in the film. Did you not know that? Nothing from that preview is in the film. Now, the rumour is... Now, the rumour is... The rumour is is that Kara started a story which they showed in the next time preview at the end of 2.0 but they didn't like the story so in between 2.0 and 3.0 and after they released the next time preview at the end of the second film they didn't like the story so they started again with a different story and you will notice, because again, this was a big talking point, and this is why nobody trusts Anno anymore when it comes to the next time previews, because none of the stuff was in the because it showed in the next time preview, it showed things like it showed um it showed Gendo and Fiutsuki climbing a mountain, and that's not in the film. Mm. Bonkers. Yeah, and it showed. It showed things that aren't in the film. It showed, like... It showed Kaji. Kaji was in the next time preview for 3.0, right? Pointing a gun at someone. And he's not in the film at all. So, when... That when it showed the next time preview for the fourth film at the end of the third film, you know where it's got the the, the dual Ava unit with unit two and unit and 
Mari's unit like stuck together. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't trust that. <laughs> like, like until until a proper trailer for the fourth film comes out, I will not trust that next time preview at all. No, I don't. Well, I think trusting Anno in the first place is a, is a recipe for disaster. To be fair. Yes. Um, that, that's really that's going into character. Going going into characters. Yeah, going into characters. I just mentioned her just then. So, one thing that's different about the rebuild films is that there is a character in the rebuild films that is not in the original series. She's an original character for these rebuild films, and her name is Mari. Now, she was introduced in the second film, 2.0. What do you think of Mari? Um, I like her character, actually. Because she says... When she, when she goes into beast mode, and... She said some she, really uh, interesting things, doesn't she? She, she said, nothing, nothing lost, nothing gained, or something. Let me just put it now on it. She says, My mindset's really slow today. That's, uh, that's the dubbed version. Yeah, it's um, it's uh, Trina Nishimura, I think, that plays her in the dub. I don't know who plays her in the sub version. I I don't actually know who it is. It is. It is. Getting there. This is what happens when you record live, ladies and gentlemen. And when you're talking about an, a series as deep as Evangelion, you can't just put it from memory. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> what exactly? Nothing ventured, nothing gained. Nothing ventured, nothing gained is what yeah. she said. Okay. Um, what I What I found really interesting, and this is going back to the second film, with Mari's character in the second film, is you know that I remember at the time when I first saw the second film um you know I thought to myself is is Mari is Mari some sort of like sale insider like a spy that they've put in there but obviously that was before the third film came out and now the third film's come out I don't she's not really she's she i don't i i have to admit i don't like personally i don't like her character progression between the second and third film i think she lost a lot of her characterization in the third film peculiar because she actually took the she actually took the role of um shinji didn't she because originally it was shinji who went into beast mode against uh, zero but then turned out that in the rebuild she was the one activating beast mode well this is what i was saying about the the films earlier certain things happen to certain characters in different ways like for example in the in the original series 
in the in the unit in the Ava unit activation test where where the angel infects the Ava unit in the original series that happens to Toji doesn't it mm. but in the rebuild films it happens to Asuka Yeah. So they do. They change some subtle things like that. They change some subtle things. What were your thoughts the very first time that you saw the third film? Because of how different it is and how new it is, and do you do you appreciate the facts? Because I I I have to admit, I didn't appreciate it when it first came out, but. I, I thought it was awful. I thought first time I th- saw the third film, I was like, "This is awful. This is just a, a really bad film." And now that I've seen it a few more times since, I can appreciate it now. I'm like, "Actually, do you know what? The third film is actually yes, it's different, and yes, it's new, and yes, it's nothing like I've ever seen in Evangelion before." But in saying that, I kind of like that it's different. I kind of like that it's doing something new. Precisely, and that's what I was thinking about. You know, people upset that it wasn't the same, but do you really want to watch what you've already watched? Just with better animation. I think it was nice to have something different, and there, and there there were quite a few there were quite a few good scenes there, like um, going into the what was it called the, the final dogma or the something dogma with a with a cowboy and then the uh, the uh, piano scene. Um, that's quite strange that piano scene the first time I saw it I was like okay this is, yeah, this is like this, uh, this uh, barren barren room do you know what my question was do you know what you... the piano. Well, exactly that was my question that, like I remember the first time I watched it I was like oh okay there's Karu and this is like the most that Karu's ever been in Evangelion before because in Evangelion the original one he was in the original series for about 20 minutes <laughs> literally he was in one episode wasn't he in the original series um but in the rebuild film, I mean, he he he's in it for the majority of the film. But my big question was, where did he get that piano from? And where did the tree come from as well? Oh yeah, there's a random tree, isn't there? There's just a random tree next to the the, the thing. There's a complete apocalyptic wasteland. Nerve has been completely destroyed by what we don't know because there is a time skip. We didn't mention this, but there is a time skip between the second and third film of about fifteen years, isn't there, or something like that. What is it called? Well, it's a given, really, with with uh, Evangelion. It's just time skip after time skip after, after, after time skip, really. Yeah, there's a time. Okay, yeah, there's a time skip between the second and third film. Um, Nerve has been desolated by, I'm assuming, the impact that happened at the end of the second film, even though Karu stopped it. Um, but for some reason, all that survived were a piano and a tree just really conveniently just happens to be a piano and a tree right next to each other in Nerve. Or what was once Nerve. What was once Nerve, yes. Um, do you know what I'm really... And they haven't gone into this, and I'm hoping that then this we, this can go into our sort of what... You know, we can sort of tie this into what we want to see from the from the final film. And I genuinely do want to see this in the final film. What I want to do is I want two things from the final film, but knowing Anno, he's probably not going to give us it. The first thing is I want to know what happened in the time skip. I want to know why Nerve is the way it is. I want to know why Misato and all those guys broke off and made their own separate faction. 
right? right? Why they're not part of Nerve now? Why they're on their own separate faction? And I and I want to know what's under Asuka's eye patch. Well, I think you might you might get that because well, no, I think what's under her eye patch is that. I had, a, I had a theory. Do you know? I had a. Do you know what? Because I had was, a theory. She was speared through the aisle, wasn't she? Well, that was. Wasn't that? No, that was in. Um, that was in End of Evangelion, wasn't it? I know, but it doesn't make any sense. She was speared through the eye, so that's what makes me think that somehow there's some. When was she speared through the eye in the rebuild films? I don't recall that. I don't recall when she was speared through the eye. Unless I missed it. Uh, here you are. Ever geeks. Have you got the link? I can... Um, yeah, you now. Yeah. It just, it, it's, it's not the best link. It's just people chatting, but... Is it a forum post? Yeah. Asker's left eye in 3.0. No, yeah, I'm talking crap, actually. I was going to say, I'm, I mean, I don't remember her getting speared through the eye in, in the rebuild films. Just um. Ah, right, here we are. So the, the code... Four B Angel was focusing light into. Oh, I'm just, I'm, do you know what? I just, you know what? I just happened to scroll down to that exact post as you happened to be reading it. Yeah. So Ever Unit Two only has biological eyes on the left side. Right side has a cybernetic implant, implant replacing the part of the head lost in the tenth Angel Angel fight. As a result, Aska is only affected by a cinch in her left eye. Oh, so she's basically mirroring the damage that the that her units got. That's really interesting, actually. Yeah. Oh, so that because do you know what? Do you know? And this is a really silly theory. And I, do you know, what, I genuinely, I still have. Do you know what? I even, do you know what? No shit. I'll tell you this. This is this is genuine, right? I genuine. What I'm about to tell you, I genuinely put this theory to Tiffany Grant herself. Wait, wait. Wait, there's more, right? Ah. Same guy. Mary enters beast mode. Both her irises glow green. Asuka enters beast mode. Her right iris glows green, similar to Mary. So, obviously, there's a connection between the eyes... And the beast um, mode. Uh, as for the left, something at approximately the location of Asuka's pupil is putting out a fluorescent blue point of light. This dis- uh, dis- uh, discrepancy is clearly supposed to get our attention. That's really gender. You know, this is less of a like a, a discussion now, and it's just us reading. Completely confusing ourselves. Completely confusing ourselves and reading forum posts. <laughs> this is this is. This is I'm, I'm, I'm sure most of you aren't listening anymore anyway. But um, we, I'm just having a good time with these theories now. Um, here's the thing. It, 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 do you know what? Uh, do you know what? Like right. I I put this right. Here's the thing. Right. This theory that I had originally, I actually put this theory to Tiffany Grant herself, right? I told Asuka's English voice actor this theory. Okay, this is my theory. Do you remember in the unit activation test in in, in, in the second film, 
Do you remember? Right. Do you remember a line that Ritsko says, um, where Ritsko says something like, "If if she, if she goes any further down, she'll no longer be human," or something like that. She won't be human anymore if she goes any further down. Um, the same as what was said in Beast Mode. Yes, yes. So she said that. So no longer human, right? So this is what I'm thinking. My and like I said, I put this to Tiffany Grant herself, and my theory was is because Ritsko said that. My theory was that Asuka herself got infected by so so not not Asuka's Ava unit got infected by the angel, but Asuka herself did. So Asuka could be an angel. Is this the aim? She's been affected by the angel that was attacking her, or the angel that's the Evangelion unit? Both. Both. Because I've always, correct me if I'm wrong, but the Evers are basically angels that have been, that are able to be controlled by humans through the use of um, thingy fluid. Yes. Um, so, obviously, if you break sort of the middleman between the control, perhaps she starts to fuse with the angel. Yes, this is what I'm saying. And do you know what? Do you know what? No one. You are the first person in five years. Honestly, I swear to God. Even Tiffany Grant herself, even Asuka's own voice actress. When I told her this theory, she she just blew it off like it was nothing, right? You are the first person in five years who haven't who hasn't said that that's not a stupid theory. And I'll tell you why as well because it's they, they said the plug is going too deep. Exactly, and she said she'll so no she's longer going, be human. She's going too deep into the holy shit. <laughs> exactly, this is what I'm saying. You are the first person who's you honestly. You are the first person in five years who's actually agreed with me on this theory. I genuinely have a theory where I think Asuka could be an angel. And do you know what else? Do you know what else? Listen to this. This will blow your mind. This will bl- it blew my mind. I thought, oh my God, when I heard this, right? Listen to this, right? Do you know what? Okay, going back to the original series, and not even the original series, in the rebuilds as well, in the rebuild films as well. Right. What does Karu, who is an angel or he was in the original series and he became one at the end of the rebuild film in the third one if you've seen it you'll know what i mean um what does he call humans he calls them lilin doesn't he and he's an angel yeah lilin and he's an angel right yeah there's a line at the end of you know at the end the very 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 end of the third film where asuka is like dragging Shinji out of his plug to over that hill. Yeah. And then the, the the film fades out and it's the credits and it's the end of the film. Just before that, what does Asuka say? Now this blows my mind. Oh my god, when I heard this, right? And this is why I think my theory holds up because, like I said, Karu calls humans Lilin, and he's a he's an angel, or at least he was in the original series, and he used to refer to them as Lilin then. In the third film, at the end of it, Asuka says to Shinji, I'm going to take you to where the Lilin are. 
Holy fuck. Yes! I know! That, that, exactly. No way. Yes, she says that. So, she speaks as if she is an angel. She says Lilin like Karu says Lilin, and Karu was an angel. Because you wouldn't say, I'm... I'm, I'm Why would she say... Exactly. Well, exactly. Why would... Exactly. Why would you say Lilin? Why would you just say that? This is what I'm saying. Why would you just say Lilin when... When, when there's no reason for you to say it. That is why I think my theory holds up. That's why I think my theory holds up. Because why would Asuka say that? This is too much. This it all... No way. Has it just... Has it just, no. has, 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 has it just hit you? Has it just hit you? Like, the magnitude of what no, I've just said? has. Yeah. Why? There's no reason for her to say that, is there? No, exactly. Other than... Because Kaoru seemed like a minor, like a minor figure, right? In the series. Yeah. But I actually think there's a reason why, so much, why, why quite a lot of stress is put in in his presence. Quite a lot of stress is put on him. Yeah. So, no, I can't, I can't deal with this. It's it's too much, isn't it? It's too much. But that. So she says, "I will take you to where the." Well, let me let me okay, let me let me let me let me find the quote. Let me let me find the quote. Um, Evangelion. Three Aska. Lil in. Quote. Um, um okay so okay so there's a post on Lillin here that I've I've just found so I'm going to read through this and hopefully it mentions the Asker line because this this is okay here we go holy shit <laughs> I've just read this right okay here we go um it says Lilin is the term that the angel Karunagisa uses to refer to humanity, or more specifically, right. the species Homo sapiens, right? Um, ah, here we go. Here we go. It mentions Asuka's line. Here we are. Okay, here we go. This this is it now, ladies and gents, if you're still listening. This is this is the crux of it. This is this is the whole this is where my theory ties together. So we've just read that that is what Karu uses to refer to humans, basically. It says here. Right. Holy fucking shit. How do people work this out? I don't know, but listen to this. It says in Evangelion 3.0. Karu mentions a death instinct that has been programmed into the Lilin since the beginning. This desire for death is what leads to ma- mankind to always attempt the human instrumentality project. He also refers to Gendo as King of Lilin. It says, Asuka seems to be aware of the term as she mentions it during the movie's last scenes to refer to a place, quote, where the Lilin are. No, that's that's got two readings. That's that's got that's that's got that's got that she's just heard someone say it and she knows it. Or it's I'll take you where take you to where humanity is. Yes, humans and humanity are two different things. Mm. But but again, that goes back to why would she not just say where 
Misato is or where Ville is. Why would she? Why would she specifically say Lillin though? Because he is she referring to to Sale or? Um. Oh, okay. I, 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 actually, that wasn't actually the end of the quote. So I'll, I'll read the rest of it. Right. And then it might make more sense. So, um, uh, going back to, uh, yeah, uh, Asuka seems to be aware of the term as she mentions it during the movie's last scenes to refer to a place, quote, where the Lilin are, probably to refer to the place where Misato and the Ville crew landed. Right. So that sort of makes sense because you think it's the Ville crew are the one. It's. They... That's where she's taking him. No, I'm lost. I don't. I don't understand why she would say. I still don't. It still doesn't make sense as to why she would specifically say Lillin, though. Unless she's just heard someone say it before. But even if she has just heard someone say it before, it's quite. Well, you wouldn't repeat it. Would it's, you? it's quite a specific term, isn't it? No, I think I think considering the fact that there are a lot of things pointing towards her being an angel or heart, you know, tainted by angels, maybe it makes sense. It's oh no, that's fucked up. <laughs> it's just it's too it's too much. It's, it, we're gonna we're gonna just have a complete just just meltdown Crisis. if we carry on. I think so. I, I, I think I think we've I think we've delved too deep <laughs> now. I think we we've have. gone too deep. So let's 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 not try and go too much into it now. Let's 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 round it up well, now. I by think, well, I think we need to have a whole episode at some point dedicated towards this one theory. I think I we do. Think I think I think we do some research into it. So yeah, because this this is this is this is this is some juicy stuff we've just uncovered. <laughs> Um, sleep over this now. Oh, I'm just going to be awake all night thinking about this now. I don't know. Uh, well, anyway, um, geeks. oh god, yeah. Um, I love and hate that website. Yeah. Um, so let's round off now just by saying. So, what do you? What would you like to see from the final film? Whenever Anything. it finally comes out. Anything really. I've got a feeling that it's going to be a continuation of maybe a continuation from two not three because you think about it right uh evangelion the the third film was episode 3.33 yeah and the fourth film is episode 3.1 it's three it's uh plus one sorry it's yeah three three 3.0 yeah it's 3.0 plus 1.0 yeah i think that's a continuation of of um what we saw in the preview from episode uh, from from the second film, mm-hmm. perhaps. Yeah. Basically, whatever whatever we get, I think we'd be lucky to, to see something because I know Gainax have been advertising on their their website for new production stuff. Did you see that they finally? We well, we know that they're make because obviously Anno went and did the Godzilla film, didn't he? Yeah, that, yeah. that that delayed production on the film quite a lot. But they have confirmed that they are they have gone back into production on this film. They even released that 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 ha- did you see the hand drawn teaser poster that they put out? No, funny enough, that's actually my phone 
wallpaper. Do you know it, it? It well, it was mine for a bit, but it's it's actually it's actually my uh, it's actually my desktop background now. Nice. No, no, it's been my it's been my. <laughs> I get this daily uh, reminder that someday, someday it's gonna it's it's gonna come. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean yeah. So what? Yeah. So yeah. What? What? So so you're saying? What, why do you think it's going to be a continuation of two rather than three? Because why would you name? What? Why would you break naming convention to go to three point three three, and then have the fourth film be three point plus one? Well, exactly. This is the thing. I mean, I actually genuinely, if I'm honest, I actually prefer the original working title of the film rather than the one it's actually got because the working title for the film was Evangelion Final that was the original mm. working title I actually prefer that but to... obviously they've thought maybe that by calling it Final it's the final film in the series chrono- chronologically mm. sure it's the final film they're releasing but is it the final one chronologically that's what I think might be the difference. Oh, it's actually a continuation, and they think final would be too misleading. Oh, I see what you mean. So it's like, yes, it's the last film, but did it happen last? Last, yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, do you know what if Anno was a massive troll and the whole film was just like a flashback to the time skip? Of what happened, and that was it. That was the film. What's sort of like in like an anime, or a or a like a filler episode, like a giant, like a giant two-hour filler episode, like an episode twelve point five. Yeah, it's just, yeah. You know, it's just a recap. Here's what's, happened, here's what's happened so far. Yeah, almost a bit like a recap, except it just. What I, what I would appreciate actually is two hours of. Anno sitting down and explaining what the fuck's going on. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I've also heard one on Evergeeks. Now I'm about to say something really, really dark, ladies and gentlemen. And um, if you, if you do, if you, I'm actually going to put a genuine disclaimer out now. If if you do um, have children in the room, if you do have children in the room, please leave. And if you do, you know, do get offended easily, please, please do either mute this or just skip over this bit. I I saw a. F- uh, a funny thing on Evergeeks once where someone said imagine if it was two hours of Anno in a corner of the room rocking himself back and forth and then in the last two minutes of the film he just gets a gun out and shoots himself <laughs> <laughs> and goes I can't do it anymore Oh, it's just the worst. The Evangelion community is the like they 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 love to rip on Anno. Oh my god, that's so fucking wrong. It's so wrong. I know. It's the worst. It's the worst thing. Just imagine it just in rocket and blows his fucking brains out. Like, boom. And he's just like, oh god. And then it's just like, <laughs> what have I done? What have I done? I don't have to make it anymore. No more. Good god. Good God! I mean, that that would be just the the the. I think that would be the ultimate conclusion because now there would be no conclusion. <laughs> there would be no conclusion. It would just be, we're just left open-minded. They're walking over a hill. Where are they going? You'll never know because they never made it. 
Oh, wow. Well, that's a oh, really... Huh? That's just so, so bad. <laughs> so bad. Or it's an announcement, you know, for, you know, Anno, Anno uh, turns around and says, I've been diagnosed with a terrible illness, I only have two weeks to live, folks. And you know, says it's the end or something, I don't, I don't really know. It's... <laughs> no, it doesn't ever... But do you know what? This series... I mean, I, I, I've, I've, I've thought to myself, you know, what are they going to do when the rebuild series is finished? Are they just, is, is that really going to be the real end of Evangelion, if you want? Or are they going to, like, go into, like, because I've thought they could, like, animate some of the spin-off mangas, for example, like, um, I don't know, like, um, the Shinji Ikari Raising Project or something. But, like, does anyone really, I mean, it's the thing. Has Evangelion outstayed its welcome? Looking at it from, I know, I know, we're, I know, I know, we're both fans of the series, and I know we both love it and and that. But when you realistically think about it, has Evangelion outstayed its welcome? By about eight, eight, nine years. Oh, it absolutely has, hasn't it? It really has. Um. Well, the thing is that I don't think they'll do anything because. They don't need to make any films to make money because you said it yourself. They will. They know that they can make money out of merch. Oh yes, and they do. You know, a new, a new T-shirt. You know, I think I was tempted to buy these um, uh, spear of uh, long, uh, long just um, tweezers. I don't even use tweezers. I've, so they I've look, seen. I've seen. They look nice. Well, I've seen, I've seen. Um, I've seen. I've um, seen. I've seen Spear of Longinus and, you know, Lance of Longinus. Um, like, do you know those things that you get in cocktails to, like, stir your drink with? <laughs> they made Spear of Longinus ones of those. Oh, no, I don't. It's I just don't. like... It's just... You know I me, mean? I, could, I, I, could, I could probably do with that more than, more than the tweezers, but... <laughs> it's just... I, it's, I don't really think... It's just... I, I, don't, I don't need it. No. I want it. No, absolutely not. It's absolutely not. Um, why, Joe? You know, I think, I think, I, I think before we, I think before we absolutely just lose our minds, I think, I think we should just. If we haven't already. We haven't already. We should, just, we should just end it there. I think because we're just, we're, we're just saying absolute, just nonsense now. Just absolute nonsense now. Um, let's 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 just take a sample of, of the merch, right? So. Let's have it, okay, we'll end off. We'll have a quick, big sample of uh, crazy Evangelion merch that you, so can, you can buy. So, Evangelion solid bumper for iPhone six slash seven cases will set you back one hundred and forty to one hundred and forty five dollars. Wow, I I have I actually have an Evangelion phone case on my phone right now, and did it cost you one hundred and fifty dollars though? No, it did not. It cost me five pounds. Too pricey, too pricey, I'm afraid. <laughs> and then an, an Evangelion Platinum Black Moon Ring for the cheap price of $900, $990. I saw... I mean, right, have you seen... It looks nice, yeah. but... I'll say this one last thing, right? Have you seen the Evangelion store in, uh, I think it's Shinjuku? I think no, it's, no, no, I haven't. So there's an Evangelion store, right, where you can buy, like, T-shirts and all this crazy merchandise and they actually have you know like 
it's so stupid you know like the glasses that like mari wears and gendo wears look look, look cool in anime but absolutely ridiculous in yeah in yeah. person i've seen them you can i say yeah yeah you can store, buy yeah. you can buy those glasses with actual frames in that you can use as actual glasses you know you might as well buy buy a t-shirt that says i'm a giant virgin <laughs> across the back you know because i have anime character glasses <laughs> exactly they all know saying that i'm on the uh, tokyo uh, ot- uh otaku mode store right now the uh, evangelion one yeah um oh dear i'm getting really interested in, <laughs> in some of these things and when i when i do go to japan next year um I'm not going to stop at the Evangelion store because I will spend all of my spending money in approximately an hour. So <laughs> yes, exactly. That's the thing. Cause like, better yeah, to steer clear. better to steer clear. Well, 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 so I think that will about do it for this week's show. Next week, there may or may not be an interview with Katsura Sunshine depending on whether you want fingers crossed fingers crossed there will because that actually will genuinely be a really good interview if we can get that sorted out really interesting work so that really will um so if you listened to this entire show which was about two hours (laughs) if you listen please please contact us for your free coupon free coupon to next week's show and 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 you know you will you are you are a trooper for listening to this entire show especially this last 30 40 minutes where we've just talked complete nonsense about and cr- crushed ourselves yes um, but uh it feels like forever ago i was asking no answering those questions at the start of the show but uh what i will it was, do it was two hours ago it was two hours so... ago what i will do for the people who don't want to listen to two hours, if you just want to hear the answers to the questions, I will do an edited version of this show, which I will put up on my channel, uh, where it will just be the first sort of 20 or 30 minutes of the show with the questions. Um, if you want to hear the rest of it, you're going to have to listen to the whole, you're going to have to listen to the whole thing, I'm afraid. But that will do for now. So I'm going to say thank you to George for joining me in this Evangelion right. discussion slash like just soul soul crushingly destroying journey. And and you've you've learnt things that you didn't know, and I've learnt things that I didn't know. For example, you've learnt about the the unused song from the end of Evangelion. Uh, yes. Yes. Um, did you know about the... I don't know if you did. Did you know about the deleted live-action scene as well? I'd, I'd seen snippets of it, but I didn't know it was, a, it, it was a deleted scene. It is a deleted scene from the film, yes. I We went into depth about my Asker is an angel theory, and I've actually found someone who agrees with that theory. It's been a I quest. It's been, else, a, yeah. it's, been a, it's been an absolute quest to find someone who actually agrees with that theory. But yes, I mean... Wow. So there you go. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. I will see you in the next episode, which may or may not be an interview with Katsura Sunshine. If it's not, we may do should we should we if it's not the Katsura Sunshine interview, should we do Should we do should the we should we do deeper hole? Should we do the Asker theory? Yes, yeah. Yeah, okay. So if it's not so if next time is not the uh I do you know, I'm I might as well just make you like a permanent 
person on this show just because you're on it so often <laughs> i might as well just be like just be me and you talking each week because you know it might as well be because like it's a good two hours it's a good two hours of just banter and and and, and theory so if next week is not the cats are a sunshine interview or it might not be next week it might be well whenever it is um because this is this this show doesn't have a schedule unfortunately it's just when we can do it um when we're both available to 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 record basically um it might be the cats are a sunshine interview if not we'll go in more depth about the asker theory so absolutely absolutely. so yeah so thank you for listening if you've listened to this whole thing you are a trooper uh thank you to aussie hickopedia and drummer 1991 who sent in questions for the show i will great questions for the show um i will um do an edited version of the show for you guys um if you want to just hear your questions and don't want to listen to the whole show which 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 i genuinely i really do understand if you don't want to listen to the whole show um but yeah Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next show. Take care, folks.